Good afternoon. I'm on my way to pick up my sister Maria from the airport. She's been with our family this week up in Seattle hanging out with the kids. And I just wanted to share about what God's been doing in my life. He's been showing me so much about his love and his love for everyone and that he he thinks the world of you. He has been showing me that he made the stars and the cosmos for us and there's no there's no other planet in the world that can sustain life and that he would let allow us to find that out as only more evidence of his love there there is no other planet that if we were any closer to the sun we'd burn up any further away we'd freeze over the tilt of the earth the gravitational pull that we don't float away and and that we're not getting um like that how we age and it's just there there had to be a beginning and there was and in the beginning god is showing me that he made the sun so we could see during the day and the moon so we could see at night it's like our little natural nightlight that he made for us it's an, the moon is our nightlight and if you ever thought romantically about what do you want remember that it's a wonderful life scene with oh my goodness jimmy stewart bringing it home when he says well I would give you the moon, Mary. You see, girl? Well, that's what Jesus did. He was there in the beginning and created the the universe. And Jesus is God. So if you're a Christian and you're watching this, really, I, I kind of like to use the term more, if you're following Jesus and watching this, then you would know that Jesus was there in the scripture, in Ephesians, that he... in Jesus was there from the beginning. He created all things and he holds all things together. Even Adam, Jesus holds together. And 12 years ago, a dear person in my life at the time told me that there was going to be a time in the future and this person was going to be studying quantum physics, the splitting of the atom, which is what causes fire, right? So back in... 2,000 years ago, they didn't know how could John have put that into like technical writing terms. There were no explosives yet. <laughs> so, the the atom so the quantum computer which I've mentioned is out. This is nothing to be in fear of. It's just that this whole thing about being wanting to be God of your own life is rejecting the ability of the Holy Spirit to speak to you, to use you. And God can only use a vessel that's empty and willing. And God will use anyone that's willing, right? But you have to be willing to empty yourself. And this is the kenosis of Christ in, Eph in Ephesians or Philippians 2. When he goes to, when he goes to, empty himself out and the emptying out of the trinity of god the father is the humanity of jesus because he's putting on 
the selflessness because he's dying to his spirit and becoming flesh. So that's why it works as conquering death for us in the flesh because then we get to be alive in the spirit. So there's a transaction that happened there and it's a, it's a sacrifice because for Jesus to put on manhood for all of eternity costs him something, right? Right? So he did that out of love. He already paid the ultimate sacrifice. It's not this... It's like he wanted to take that penalty for sin because he didn't want you to go through it. He just wants you to walk through his fire of love. God is an all-consuming fire, but his fire is a fire of love, and it's a, ref it's a refining fire. It's a fire that makes the ugliness of, uh, of the metals covering, you know, like the, the, in order to be gold, that it has to go through the fire, right? To be the purest of all golds. It's gone through the fire. That's the answer. So that's what God wants to do in our hearts. He wants to purify our hearts so that we can be holy before him. Why? Because he's a holy God. And a holy God will use a holy vessel, a vessel that's set apart for him that's not of this world. Holiness is not of this world, is it? Because the great deceiver, the prince of this world, the author of lies that rules with fear, is of this world. And this is his kingdom. And it's been one of darkness. We don't realize that it is because we're seeing through a dirty lens of our soul. What was once good that God created we use for evil once was what was beautiful that God made has been turned to wicked it's everywhere oh. I don't I don't have to tell you if you're listening with your spirit there's light and there's dark there's wrong and there's right there's black and there's white and there's not as much gray as we once believed there was. And this is, I, this is what God is showing me. But you have to ask God, what is he showing you? If you want to hear his voice, you have to ask him to, to hear his voice. Sometimes, he, in order to hear it, you have to get rid of distractions. You might have to sacrifice something. I don't know what it could be. Something that holds you back from practicing the fruits of the Holy Spirit, from from trying to, from because the Holy Spirit's going to show you, this is part of this whole <laughs> washing you with His Holy Spirit thing, is that's when He's showing you gently, so kindly, how to practice patience. Oh, I just want to get wherever I'm going. Oh, I'm so rushed. Well, rushed does not come from God. He wants you to take this is something he's, he's, I'm so convicted of because I've been rushing around my whole life and God is showing me that I need to slow down and go 70 on the freeway because you know what? For a long time, I've been going too fast and I just, I just know that God is so gracious and has sent me angels to take care of me and I've actually been in some accidents and I've never had a bruise and I just I humbly say thank you God because I know there's been times when I know it was the Lord like there's just 
that's just no there's no way so <clears throat> hitting a couch a couple years ago in the middle of the freeway and I've never had a an, a neck ache or a back ache uh, or oh, I don't know so praise God he protects us in ways we don't even realize that he saved us and then sometimes he's like you know what I'm going to give my angels a break on this one because they've been working overtime for you. And so that's it. Like you're going to have to have a little consequence so you can learn. But that's love, right? That's what a good parent does. That's the metaphor he gives us between us and our children. And that we only just discipline them because we love them because we're like, oh, no, we love you too much to let you act like that, right? That <laughs> that's it. That's it. He loves us too much to let us be spoiled little brats. He's like, you know, you need a spanking. That's it. I've had it with you. But it's just out of love. It's not like he doesn't love you. It's like he loves you so much. <laughs> he just, he does. Because we, if we can't, okay, if you can't admit in life that you're wrong or that you have things in your life you need to work on, then you're not being real, man. I have things I need to work on. I have so many things I need to work on. But I can just freely tell you that because the truth is setting me free. But I'm not trying to... Oh, maybe the wrong way. I'm not trying to say I have all the answers by any means. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to say that... <laughs> that it's not all boring. And there's... God is funny too. God was, I think I, God was showing me that this song, the, the, okay, there's like, God uses hilarious songs to show us things and speak through them, and there's this little, there's a song, the Bed Intruder song, and we are called to be on the offensive at this time, and it's a spiritual battle, and that's what I'm going to talk about in my last episode for this season which is the next episode that it is indeed a spiritual battle and we're in it and we've got to put on the whole armor of God right and this is the this war is not against flesh and blood but against the principalities of darkness whoa so to make sure I'm going the right way to the airport. That's another thing about driving is it's it's really I like slowing down, like going 70. Like I want to go. I know that sounds really fast for maybe some people, but for me, I want to like it's good for me to practice just letting people go in front of me because I want to feel it, you know, like I should have to like, but then when I'm going 70, I feel at peace. So I know that can't be all too bad. Right? It can't be too bad. And it's not. <laughs> so God's calling us to slow down, eh? The voice of hurry is not from God, but also God's conscious. I didn't mean to sound preachy on that last thing, but I also know it's just kind of cute because also worry is not from God. So hurry and worry are not from God. 
It's a simple little rhyme you can tell your kids. Because when I am coming out of a place of fear, of worry, it's not, I'm, I'm likely to not make the right choice. I might make a compromised choice or a choice that doesn't reflect the integrity that I'm trying to practice or something like that. Or if I, I make a choice out of selfishness, then also, like, this is why I was saying the fruit of the Holy Spirit has to do with, this is the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit, that you would be practicing self-control. Because that's a really, that's a fruit sometimes I know we forget that we, we're called to practice self-control. I guess self-control, I don't need to go faster than 70 because the Spirit's guiding me. He's leading me. So I don't want to be rushing around because then I might miss what he was trying to lead me to go do that day or talk to a certain person or have a few minutes here. So what I have to do is I have to also like listen to the Holy Spirit and how he says like no. Like because here's something we can't we can't create from a place of fatigue but nor can we, we give our best from a place of not rest. And I mean not rest, not necessarily physical sleep, but that's true too, because it's all connected, but also more of like this place of peace rest. Like God wants us to enter into his kingdom and it's the kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy. And that is, the kingdom of love that's the kingdom of God so he wants us to practice kingdom living and living with the fruit of the Holy Spirit and one of them is practicing self-control so that's actually quite huge that's actually quite hugely important so that we're ready to say no to the next thing that we don't need to eat or no to the lustful temptation or no to going too fast or no to reacting that way like God wants us to practice the self-control in all the ways. In all the ways. The, and, and then also, like, he doesn't, like, in the way we love people. Like, he wants us to go all out. He is the most conservative man in some ways and the most liberal in others. So, that's really most of what I have for you. <laughs> I didn't want this one to be really long, but I wanted to just let you know that the Holy Spirit is calling you. He's calling everyone. That's who he is. He doesn't leave anybody out. This is not an exclusive group. It's an inclusive group for any person in this entire world. It makes no difference what you've done, what you haven't done. If you've sinned, if you haven't a lot, because we all have at least a little bit, or if you uh, have done the worst thing you could possibly imagine that nobody could ever love you for, right? This is the unconditional love of Christ I'm talking about. This is the, this is the love that says, whatever you did, I wanted you to see the death that I paid for it because I love you that much. He doesn't want you to go. He doesn't want you to suffer. He wants you to be with him forever in paradise. And that kingdom starts today. That is the kingdom of his love that's calling you. It's calling everyone. 
I know he's calling me even when I pushed him away because he loves you to give you free will that he's not gonna he's not gonna take away your free will right because love is a choice and it's a choice to be a vessel for him that can that can be used by him and he's calling us out of being the church of Laodicea in Revelations chapter 5 6 4 He's calling us to be alive in the spirit of Christ, to be alive in his love, and to practice, to practice the patience, the perseverance, the, the bearing one another's burdens, the, the giving of our neighbor to our neighbors in need. Like he's call, he's saying like, speak, speak a, a positive, life into this grocery person that's working here and invite this person over for dinner and share with them my love and give away things you know and call your mom I mean yeah I think most all of us call our mom um and maybe you don't have a, maybe it was just Mother's Day and maybe you're wanting to hear from your child I, I believe God's gonna hear all of our prayers and we have to <laughs> we have to pray about it. Things that we've even forgotten to give to God in prayer. He wants us to give to him in prayer. He wants us to ask him for it. For good things, for breakthroughs. So this is the message of the Holy Spirit. And be blessed. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. You are worthy. You are beloved. You are his. And he calls you by name. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Bye.